What's up, guys? You're listening to Drunk Boys Basement Podcast, where drunk conversations happen. I'm Ryan. And I'm Sean. So, Ryan, I wanted to start this podcast by asking you, how did you enjoy the concert last night? Honestly, I don't get... So, I don't get to go to a lot of concerts. I, I don't... I wouldn't consider myself, like, antisocial in that regard. But I, I just, like... You gotta really be kind of in a position where you like being around people you know what i mean because one of the things that i kept saying last night is it's such a good thing we weren't in the back or in the middle we were in the front so we we're only getting assaulted from behind more or less <laughs> than than like all around so i loved it i thought it was a great experience and i think that i think i think personally that a lot of people should go to the concerts or just concerts in general it doesn't have to be the bands we listen to or anything but I think that concerts are just like it's it's just cool being there with a lot of people that share the same music tastes and viewpoints. Like it's just it was a lot of fun. I, I liked it. Dude, that's so true. I I definitely did enjoy it as well. Um, for for anyone wondering where we went uh, last night, we went to go see our last night and I see stars um, here in Salt Lake City. Um, but but it's it's definitely been a while since I last went to a concert. When was the last time you went? Do you remember? Uh, I, I mean, the last time we went to a concert, it had to have been at least, let's see, being 25 now, I want to say around when I was 20 years old. Oh, okay. Between so like 19 to 21. It's been a while, yeah. Actually, actually, no, not even 21. It had to have been about 18 to 20. Oh, so a long time ago. It, it's been a long time. Well, so then what's like, because what's your favorite part about going? Is it the music, or is it because it's it's more it's really an experience? Like the whole thing's yeah. an experience. I I, I kind of go along the same lines as you. I mean, other than the fact that I already love music to begin with, like mm-hmm. music is great. I'm gonna listen to my car if right. I'm playing games. Like yeah. you know it. Yeah. Um, but there's something about concerts. Like there's some bands that can make a song, and and honestly, the song almost sounds better live than when it's recorded and yeah. given to you on Spotify. And also, the the fact that you have a bunch of like minded people around you mm-hmm. to to share this experience with. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's what I like is is there not there are not very many situations that you can be in where there's a large population of people that are, you know, sharing the same experience as you. the The one thing that I I did want to bring up though, um, and this is across all genres i think of concerts or or comedy sketches or anything about related shows where you're going to see someone live the amount of phones and they they were promoting it you know they're bring your phones up turn your flashlights on light the whole thing up but one of the things that i did really pay attention to i don't know why is there were so many people recording it and it's like i get that you're trying to do that but at the same time i think joe rogan does this a lot where it's a no phone show like you gotta turn your phone off and they check your phone before you come in but yeah. it's it, he doesn't want any phones and i know it's prevalent a lot among comedians i don't know how it's probably not that prevalent among musicians but i i just like i, I don't know i i i'm probably a little different than most people but i would rather just say hey remember when we went to x instead of like hey check out this video that sounds like crap because the sound quality is garbage, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, with how loud that music's playing, yeah. there's no way a phone's getting that nice. No, yeah, and that's that's what I mean. I just, I guess that I'd rather be in the moment with something like that than, like, record it. Because, obviously, I, honestly, I'm probably not going to watch it again. I mean, I might. Yeah. 
I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, in fact, I was paying attention to that as well. Um, how, how many phones were just out recording? Like, oh, just yeah. everything. Like, it wasn't just, like, once. It was, like, everything. Dude, that dude, that girl that was, um, right, like, right in between us oh, with yeah. her phone out. Oh, she, yeah. No, that's it, the first time I noticed her. Her phone was just right between my shoulder. And, and, and the funny thing was, is, like, a lot of people, you know, those Snapchat segments of it. Or, mm-hmm. or Snapchat, yeah, like, pretty yeah. much you Snapchat. Yeah. This woman had her phone's recorder out and was recording the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'm like like, five hours of stuff. Yeah. Like, like I'm all like, I I understand if you want to pull out your phone, grab a quick Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Look at where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I mean, definitely if you're going to pull out your phone and record the whole thing, like I I just, I don't agree with that. Well, okay. Let's go back. So I, I paid my money to see somebody live. Yeah. 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 I'm going to live in the, in the moment. That's exactly. And it's like, it's like if you're posting pictures, it's one thing. Cause it's like, look at, but okay. I guess that's kind of detracting from what I'm about to say because it, well, no, it's not because in the same, in the same hemisphere, why do you need to tell people what you're doing? You know, like, like, yeah. like the thing that I've always wondered is how many people actually care that you went to see a band. Like some, I'm sure some people would be like, that's great. That's, that's awesome that you're having a good time. But then there's got to be other people that are like, well, I wish I was there. Like, that's ridiculous. I couldn't go. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, that's well, you know, probably... you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's it's one of those things where, in retrospect, you don't really have to post anything. Like, no one's forcing you to post anything. Like, like I said, they did, you know, kind of force the put your phones out, turn your lights on, whatever. Everyone's got their phones, but it's like. Yeah. Does everyone need to know that? Because I was telling, I was telling the girl we went with last night, like Instagram's going to be crazy with all the same pictures and videos. <laughs> it's going to be flooded. It's going to be flooded with all the same stuff, and I just, I don't know if I was raised. I don't even know if it's how you can be raised personally, but I just think that just be there, be with your friends, be with who you came with, be with the band, and just enjoy it. You know, because all you're going to be left with at the end of the day is memories, and that's all the videos and pictures are. They're just allowing you to remember those memories more vividly. That's yeah. kind of how I look at it, in, in in my opinion. I just, you know, I have the ticket stub. You know, I save like a memento, but I, I'd rather be like, yeah, I remember when we did this and that and we saw these guys and, I, you know, that's just, I don't know. That's just me personally. See, at least you have a ticket stub. I bought mine electronically, so oh, I don't you have, have anything. Stub. I mean, I give you that poster, dude. You got a signed poster. It doesn't true, matter. True, true. I, I, I did win in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which i need to get that up at some point that's a that's a dope post i was like it was in my back pocket all night and i was i was like okay someone is going to just run right up to the back of me and just crush the poster <laughs> uh, so i was pretty surprised when i pulled it out it was like still circular honestly it wasn't too bad yeah i was i was honestly thinking i, I mean it's with how long it's been, it was so weird for me to think that I am 25 years old and I, I was and to go mosh. Like, I, I will say that right now. You uh, should. Why didn't you? I, I don't know. Like, after you haven't done something for a while, you just kind of get out of the rhythm. And, like, I haven't been to a concert in so long. Like, oh, yeah. Well, is that, it was that, just so, weird. So that was your thing before is you'd, like, get into the circle pit or, like, a mosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that mosh pit that was broke out behind us, like... <laughs> Younger yeah. me, I would have just turned around and I would have been in there just, just Dude, shoving people. Man. You should have. Oh, it's great. That that's another thing I love about concerts is like it's like. But it, that's the thing is it's accepting because everyone's there. Exactly. Everyone's just having fun and enjoying it, and that's one of the few rare moments in life where everyone is has the same like goals or mindsets. Like that's it's rare, honestly, nowadays. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say the accepting of goals and mindsets. I, well, I would probably think... not. <laughs> I mean, goals is probably a stretch, but I mean, I guess... We all same, share common... Uh, common interests yeah. is what I was getting at. That's, that's probably what I was getting at. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, it's it's just crazy because it was a lot of fun. I, I don't really normally do stuff like that, but I, I, I mean, I really did enjoy it, so... Yeah, it, it definitely uh, brought back some good memories um, of when I used to always go, so... Oh, what did you so i guess going on from that what really started your journey so to speak into like music like this because not a lot of people like music like this and a lot of the people that were there were were there for the headlining band which was our last night or icy stars i'm uh, pretty sure there was half of them there yeah there was half but then like i don't know i, I mean actually before i answer that i want to ask you this question okay so I was thinking about this recently, but if you really think about it, our so our last night was like we've been around for fifteen years, so two thousand four, mm-hmm. and they started out as a cover band, mm-hmm. but now they're bigger than Icy Stars. How, like that? That's just that's crazy. I don't know if that's a question or not, but that, that's just crazy to think about. Well, I think it. I think it has a lot to do with. Like, even you were saying the other day, you're like, I can't see anything about, about our last night except that they're just a cover band. It's it's the truth, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's no like no hate against them or anything, but... Um, no, they make great music, for sure. Well, they were on... They, they did a segment... Or they didn't even... It was before they did a segment. So, um, the Punk Rock NBA on YouTube did a, a segment on them. And yeah. it, was, it was kind of a, a Pop Goes Punk type thing, where there's that whole, you know... And and he was touching on he was touching on the basis of how no one's really coming up with original music anymore. It's just a lot of cover stuff, and it's a lot of it's a lot of the same stuff, just in different genre styles. But really, after last night, listening to our last night, it really shed some light on the fact that they're not just a cover band anymore. They have good cover songs, sure, but they've gone on further with their career and they've made something out of themselves. And I think that being in a band for fifteen years shows that. I mean, it's not all sunshines and rainbow, rainbows, rainbow, singular, singular, <laughs> singular rainbows, rainbow, rainbows, singular rainbow. Uh, I should have eaten before I drank. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is like it shows that they that kind of stuff means something to me personally because they're not just like we know we're the best, we know we can do this. They had to work at it. I mean, if it was a overnight yeah. success, 15 years wouldn't be a big deal. But it obviously wasn't. True, they were dedicated enough to last they were, for Yeah, 15 they were years. dedicated enough to be together in the last for 15 years because there are plenty of bands that they play four songs and they break up because some dude's not agreeing with another dude. And then it oh, just yeah. you know goes down the drain. No one has any original ideas and they can't just keep doing covers. Yeah, that's and, and that's, yeah, so... I mean, I mean, I will commend them on the fact that what, what they have like probably two full albums that they've that are original releases i'm pretty sure i couldn't quote you on that i mean i know they at least have the one uh let light overcome the darkness yeah yeah um and 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 i'll be honest like i really didn't listen to them i still don't (laughs) but i i didn't listen to them before this because as i said to your point they were just a cover band so it's like you know if i'm gonna listen to the cover i'll just listen to the original song yeah and you know but then really after last night with the 16 set list that that was intense thing that they did i mean i was like okay you've obviously got some more songs that i am not aware of 
I, I will say, um, I was watching YouTube the other day, and and actually the the song "Let Light Overcome the Darkness" uh, actually started playing on started, my YouTube. Okay. I will say, listening on YouTube, I was not the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. It was a little too soft for me. Mm-hmm. It was probably just due to the timing. Um, what I was doing, I was looking for something a mo- little more screamy, I guess. Screamy. But well, okay. Go I, I will say, listening to that live was <clears throat> that again just another reason why I love going to those concerts because like a song like that, which is normally soft, it, it's like it's it's very invigorating. Mm-hmm. When when everyone just kind of comes together and and the live action the, the live yeah. version of the song is yeah like just definitely better and that's 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 exactly right but but as I said before I mean what really started you on that path of the music you like because you do have obscure music like <laughs> you do I mean you've always had obscure music but I guess what is the what really started you on that path because I think that who you are around kind of shapes the type of music you listen to. I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, you know? I mean, it can be said that pretty much any of your, your tastes and stuff can be oh, certainly, figured certainly, yeah, yeah, by yeah, peers. Of course. Of course. Um, which is, this is one of those. I well, mean, but I, I just really, def- I don't, I guess I shouldn't say I define a person by their music taste, but I think that you can really tell a lot about a person by the music they like. Yeah, I really yeah. do think that that's true. I mean, it, it's the same thing as like, oh, well, you're a Gemini, so you obviously are not very nice. Like, some, <laughs> something like that. But I think that... Another great song. What? Oh, Gemini? Gemini. Oh, <laughs> but For I, anyone listening by Weather Eye. They're just going to shout out, out music the whole time. <laughs> I mean, apparently this whole podcast is going to be about me. Hey, or this whole session is about because music. Because everyone likes music, man. It's true. Everyone likes music. You can't go wrong with music. You can't. I, I mean, I mean, you may not like hardcore rock, or I guess I should say post-hardcore. That's yep. You exactly could like country, but at the same time, everyone likes some sort of music. It's weird because for the longest time, I say I don't like country, and then like every now and again, like a Luke Combs song will pop up, and I'll be like, "This is pretty good." I I, I will say this in regards to that. I mean, sometimes there 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 are one-offs. Oh yeah, that certainly. Oh yeah. Like like yeah. I'll say the same thing. There are some music in some genres that I don't like the genre, but it's like, oh, this is actually pretty yeah, pretty this decent. Is, this is pretty decent. <laughs> but but again, I think that defines a lot of who you are as a person because if you're really closed minded and you're like, I listen to this kind of music and this kind of music only, to me that kind of tells me that you're not very exploratory and you know. Actually, actually, another funny thing I heard recently. So so there's two types of people in the world. Either the people who like Screamo and hate country, or Oof. love country and hate Screamo. Is that that? W- hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little that, bit buzzed, so restart that. So, so there's people that like Screamo. So, what would you define Screamo as? Post hardcore. So, see, yeah, not, that's not a genre. I, I, yeah, I would say post hardcore. So, like, like, let's see. I would probably put into that category as as examples like Suicide Silence, okay. Chelsea Grin. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty rough examples, we're, man. We're, we're going to death core. Yeah, you're here. going to death core. Um, but but you know, like a lot of those of those bands that they they're just yelling into the mics. I yeah. guess I'll say to put it in a broad spectrum. Well, I was never one of those people. I I honestly still am not. Where I was, I I gotta have some vocalism in there. Oh yeah, even because even electronic music, you gotta have vocals in there. You gotta have vocals, but I, I just think that it's one of those things where. I've said it plenty of times already, but I just think it really defines who you are. So, anyway, you said so. If you if you like screamo, you don't like country, and if you like country, you don't like screamo or post hardcore. 
My apologies. Yeah, well, we'll be politically correct here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, who, who said that? Like, why uh, is that a thing? Because that would be on the same thing as what you've told me in the past, which is if you don't like music or movies, you're a psychopath. Yeah, I know. I, I honestly don't, like, once again, I don't remember where don't these, remember. like, references come from. I just remember being told them, and they just get implanted in my mind. I'm like, wow. But see, my I, would, I would argue that only because I'm not a fan of Suicide Silence. I'm not really a fan of whoever you said before. <laughs> Chelsea Grin? Chelsea, oh, no. Dude, they have some good songs. No one listened to Chelsea Grin. Like, 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 they got some good songs. I'm sure they do, but <laughs> at the same time, what I'm getting at is there was a Luke Combs song that popped up on my Twitter feed, like, Tuesday, and I was like, this, it, it's the same, it's a one-off. It was like, this, this is good, but See, that, I'm not going to go listen to Suicide Silence after that. I'll listen to, like, Our Last <laughs> Night or, you know, Miss May I or something. Go from Luke Combs to Miss May to I Miss... to Selena Gomez. Hey, <laughs> Whatever you like, you like, but at the end of the day, I'm still convinced that music defines who you are more than people realize. Mm, yeah, I can see that, actually. I mean, I mean how would you argue that? I, well, I, just... I, I, think music, I, I think music can define an, an, an attitude, an atti- not a personality. Well, a per- okay, well, yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, depending on, like, a, a person's mood is totally based no, off but, of music. No, but I would disagree with that because you could be listening, like you said, Selena Gomez, and she's all happy and frilly or whatever, and then you listen to Miss May I, and they're just depressed, and they're screaming the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it, it couldn't define technically a mood. It's got to define more than a mood. It's got to be your your inner personality and how you feel. Well, okay, yeah, so I'll agree at that point. It's yeah. how you feel at the moment, but... You can still listen to them when you're not depressed or you're not sad or whatever when you're just driving home from work. But that shouldn't define your attitude. I still think it defines you as a person more. Because okay. you are, you're more invested in them in a sense than you would be any time else. Hmm. I don't even know what that meant. I don't know what I'm Same. saying. Same. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to decipher here. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm, that's what I'm stuck on is that I guess I shouldn't say I judge people based on their taste in music, but it tells me, okay, you're not into... If, if you came up to me and you're like, hey, I like Kanye West, you're like, okay, you probably like Jay-Z or something like that, but you're not going to be like, oh, you probably like Bullet for My Valentine. Like, you're not going <laughs> to... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, I will say this. If I ever walk up to somebody and I'm like, what music do you like? And I like Kanye West and Jay-Z. I don't know if I can be friends with oh, them. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, just kidding. I don't have a problem with them. Well, Other than, again, see, Kanye see, Kanye see, West with his church stuff, I don't know. Kanye, listen, bro. Just chill out a little bit, all right? We know you're going <laughs> through some stuff. It's going to be okay. Have you found God yet? I've, I don't know what's going on with my, my guy over there. But, at, but what I'm saying is, but as you said, you proved my point, which is you still like them either way. So you can listen to Miss Mayai. You can listen to Kanye West. And I think that tells me a lot about you in the sense that you just you're very exploratory. You like different things because sure you're in the mood. You're you're driving 500 miles an hour down the freeway and you're listening to straight up Kanye or Jay Z or whatever you know or Miss May I. It doesn't matter. But I just find it very fascinating for some people's music taste because there are some people that like classical music. Oh yeah, 
My, you've, you've heard the stuff my dad plays. He, <laughs> he likes the, the weird, obscure music. We got your dad's taste in classical music and your, your mom's they're old just, school. But they're just completely opposite. But they did shape a lot of who I am because I grew up with that kind of stuff. I love listening to Dave Matthews' band. I like John Mayer. See, you want to hear something really funny. I was the kid that grew up with, what was it, Disney Radio on AM? On uh, the the AM radio, AM nine ten. Yeah, it was AM nine ten. I remember that. Yep. See, see that that that's the crazy thing to me is I I was the type of kid. My parents like I grew up listening to them when I was in the car. Um, but you you grew up listening to Disney music. But how do you think that that has any roots in what you listen to now? Because I what I'm saying is when I listen to Dave Matthews Band or John Mayer, it was literally only because my mom listened to them on repeat. Whether it was John Mayer or Dave Matthews Band when she was cleaning the house. So I took hmm. a lot of that from her, and I still listen to him. I still think that John Mayer's a great artist. I think that Dave Matthews' band is great. They haven't put out any new songs in 15 years, but I still listen to their old stuff. See, I, I will say this. I, I, I don't know what my, ta- what my dad's taste in music is. I haven't really heard him listen to music. Really? I, I do enjoy hmm. my mom's music, though. What like kind he... of stuff did she listen to when you were younger? That's the key. That, that's the thing is I, I don't remember much of what my parents listened to. A lot of my younger days, so this is probably why I'm into what I am now, is because, like, one of my sisters. Right. Um, well, was, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, I, with having three other sisters, mm-hmm. I, I grew up with, um, I, I, well, I should, I should say this, one of my sisters was young enough that we both listened to Disney Radio together. Yeah. Um, the the other sister, um, she, she was old enough to start exploring her own music. Right. Um, and, and during her goth phase, I'll say. Mm-hmm. She, Everyone's got she... those. Man. Everyone, <laughs> everyone had one of those. doesn't matter what generation you're in. You had one of those. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, it was funny because she, she got me into Linkin Park and Three Days Grace. Those are probably the, the two first bands I actually ever really got into on the rock side. Um, well, that, that Linkin Park alone could shape a lot of music views, in my opinion. Probably, yeah. I mean, they they could do. That was the thing I loved about them. With I, I didn't know this in the they beginning. Could do a lot of stuff. Yeah, between between both of them, Chester Bennington and Mike Shinoda. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. they they the, both their vocals and and just the whole band in general, like they could do anything. Oh yeah. You listen to them from Hybrid Theory to mm. their last album. I I always forget the name of it. I always get up to Meteoria, uh, not Meteoria. Yeah, um, minutes to midnight. Yeah, that one. Uh, there's actually the last... no. There's one other one other than that, um, but but I mean, you listen to them from the beginning of when they started releasing music to to the end. They've gone through every genre possible. Mike Shinoda can rap like no. Well, I shouldn't say like no other. We got Eminem and everything out there. Yeah, but Mike of, Shinoda yeah. can rap. Yeah. Uh, Chester Bennington can do like a soft song. He can do well, a they hard were, song. They, that that whole group was a, a jack of all trades, and I, yeah. I think that that. I, I really do, and this isn't a Linkin Park podcast by any means, but I do think that they shaped a lot of the generational music that we have. And what it sounds like to me, what you're getting at is that you kind of were a groundbreaker in your own personality because you took what your sisters listened to, and maybe a little bit of what you heard on Radio Disney, and you kind of mixed it together and you kind of started from ground zero. I got Radio Disney and got to Miss May I. <laughs> somehow, yeah, I was going to say, somehow you got to Miss May I. But it... I, I actually will say, when I first listened to Miss May I, I was not a fan. Um, they had, like, one good song. When I was when I was a lot younger and we were friends, there was a lot of stuff you listened to that I just really couldn't get behind. I, I don't know what changed, but I, maybe it's because... I've always wondered that. 
Like that could probably be a whole segment. Because you realize that there there is a lot of music that you listen to that I you touch on asking Alexandria the early stuff. Still not a fan of because the deathcore screaming stuff I've never been a fan of. Like I said before, I I like the vocalism at some points. Yeah. But I think that somehow along the road I just kind of changed my viewpoint. I don't know if it was because you played a lot of the stuff constantly, and I just was like, you know what, this isn't so bad. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know, because let's be honest, a couple, probably at this point, three years ago, maybe I would have been like, I'm not going to go see Icy Stars. Oh, for sure. I could not imagine even saying, even replying to that. No, but as I said from the beginning, a lot of who we are or who we hang out with and who are around shaped that. And you did that for me personally in the sense that there's a lot of music that I probably wouldn't have discovered because... There are times now in my personal life where I just like to go through YouTube and see, you know, who's posted on this or who's what's going on with this. Because when we drink, we love to listen to music. That's just the thing we've done. That's right. And a lot of that has shaped who I am because it's like, oh, well, this, you know, speaks to me in this way or I understand this. It's it's almost in a sense when you really tear it down, it's very like music is very spiritual in my opinion. Definitely agree with that. You know, it, it, yeah. it really can resonate. There, there are artists that really resonate with certain people, and they know they do, so that's why they create music. They don't create music for the general population. They create it for those people they know need that assertion of help or whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that brings up a really interesting point because, like, I mean, you're right on the dot there. I mean, mm-hmm. even not too long ago, it would have been weird to be like, Ryan likes hardcore music. It's 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 the honest truth. Yeah, I I mean I I know there because we grew up with me listening to electronic music and oh yeah rap and stuff like that, and then I really got into the hardcore and post hardcore scene probably at this point maybe two years ago if not a year ago, and now that's the only thing that's on my Spotify, and I huh. love listening to it. So that's that's actually really funny to think about because I actually wanted to ask you like when was it that it really became like you know this actually isn't too bad I actually the, enjoyed the, listening to it the and what what changed how did that change the most prevalent memory that sticks out to me is I, I know you won't remember this because you have the memory of the goldfish selective memory but we were in your car <laughs> we were going northbound on I fifteen it was dark and you're was this pl- a GTI first off no this is this is your your Jetta oh, okay you're just playing a bunch of music and. I was like, oh, who, who is it? Because I, I, I never, it's one of those things, it might be a pride thing for me, but I never want to be like, oh, like, well, yeah, uh, who, who is this? Like, the, you know, <laughs> I want to be like, yeah, I heard this song like two days ago. It's great. But I got to a point where I was like, okay, no one's like, it's not a competition here. Like, you know, it was, when I was, when I was younger. Yeah. When I was a lot younger, I did that. But I was like, okay, this song is really good. Like, who is this? And that's when you're like, this is I See Stars, or this is Miss May I, or this is Asking Alexandria. And I was like, okay, because I've heard you talk about a lot of these bands in the past, but that's yeah. with their older stuff, some of which is a lot harder than their newer stuff. Asking Alexandria is a perfect example of that. Yeah, I definitely agree. A lot of these bands have softened up a little bit. Right, so maybe it's tough for me to say that I'm into hardcore music because if anyone listening, they're like, well, that's that's not hardcore. This is hardcore. Chelsea Grin is hardcore. <laughs> you know, you, you get the band nerds that love that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, where I really started to develop my taste in music was when I was straight up just asking, like, what? Who is this? This is a good song. What is that? I remember a couple months ago, I was like, hey, what was that song you played the other night? And it was We 
we came it's not we came as we came as romans no what? it's not we came as romans we were wolves what is it uh the wolves oh i know what you're talking about yeah. wolves at the gate no there's another song it's we're not i don't want to waste time thinking about it but yeah. i just i just remember i texted you and i was like what was that song you played the other night Oh, and I know which one you're talking about, actually. It, I just can't uh, think of it. Um, Trevor from Our Last Night was featured in the song. Oh, that's Fear and Wonder. Fear and Wonder. The By? Uh, featuring Trevor Wentworth. No, the, the artist is Fear and Wonder. Oh, Featuring oh, Trevor Wentworth. Okay, okay. The Only Way is a song. Yeah, see, and that's that's what I mean, is like stuff like that I didn't know before, but that perpetuates the eternal question of then how did you find out about that? Cause are you going through YouTube like I do or are you just, is it just coming up on your Spotify or your iTunes music or whatever? Actually, that's, that's the funny thing is, is it, uh, that one was on actually found on YouTube. Hmm. A lot of the new music. So, so as much as I love Spotify, like I right. use it on the daily, Yeah, yeah. but there, but it's, it's funny because I, I like, I used to listen to Spotify, whatever, uh, like religiously. Hmm. Um, but yeah, listening to YouTube, that's where I've been finding all my new songs actually. <laughs> but see, that's, but that's the thing is that's where I'm saying is you shaped my personality in the sense that the more music we listen to, I'm like, okay, Sumerian records put out a new song. Let's just see how it is. You know, it might be a one-off. The band might be terrible, but at the same time, happens all the time. <laughs> that's yeah. But I'm still exploring more music now than I was when I was a lot younger. Yeah, because I have, I have songs on my iPod and my phone that I I play it and everyone knows. Everyone in my friend group knows it because I played it a hundred <laughs> times because I had no diversity when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. You know what I mean? But it it just kind of blows my mind because we go from like my iPod to remember when we had that Rhapsody night where you went oh. through all your old Rhapsody songs. Dude, it, if you only. had thousands of hours of songs that I listen to now, but I never did before. Yeah, yeah. I, I Oh, I miss those days. So it just kind of intrigues me because you somehow along your path in life shaped your music views somewhere. And I, I know you don't remember. It can't be just your sisters because you had an eclectic group of songs on your Rhapsody. So so I, I mean, I will say that was a mixture between me and my sister. Because she used it as well. Any song saved would just be in the library. So then you listen to that from there or what? Uh, so so any song on the, I guess I should say Napster would be politically correct. Because Rhapsody It was a Rhapsody? So, so it was Rhapsody, but it, it became Napster. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it was the fact that Napster bought them out or if they were originally Napster. Mm-hmm. Moved Rhapsody, then back to Napster. Yeah. Anyway, besides the point. Yeah, that, that was a whole library filled between me and my sister. Um, and it, through the, through the days, through the ages. Um, so, I mean, I can't take credit for everything in there. No, that's fair. No, I, I get it. I guess that's the thing that I'm, but I, I've been the most curious about. I, I will say this though. It, it definitely wrapped uh, Napster was definitely <laughs> a, a great resource for me in my time of exploration. How did Napster even work? I never used that. So can you like search songs like Spotify? See, so yeah, it wasn't a streaming service. Uh, what it oh, was oh, okay. is is you pretty much searched artists, songs, albums, okay. whatever, like any other music thing you can use. Um, and instead of like saying, yo, let's play the song. You have to download it. Let's download it. Okay. Add it to the library or download it to your phone. Either one. Um, so that's how Napster kind of worked. About, or I, guess, I guess I should say in this experience, Rhapsody worked back in the day. Fair enough. So 
I guess going off of that, do you think that that's fair to artists? Was that giving them any any money? I mean, it was still a monthly subscription. So I mean, I, we you still know where that because there's always been that debate where be, I think that's one of the hardest parts about being an artist today is so yeah. last night Trevor of our last night was like, who's heard our newest album? And I was like, I haven't, but I'll just listen on <laughs> Spotify. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, if you wanted to listen to an Eminem album, you go to Best Buy and you buy his CD, he gets the money. Yeah. You know, the, the store might get a few bucks, but he's, you're supporting that artist. Whereas I don't, I, I honestly don't know how Spotify or Napster, um, I, I mean, in that regard, I mean, if you look at like the, all the, the subscription services, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you think about that, it's probably, they probably make more because as a CD, you know, you go buy a CD from Eminem for what, 15 bucks maybe Yeah. Um, back in that day. Uh, but now we spend $10 on, on Spotify each month and there's millions of people using Spotify. Oh, and, here you go. Here you go. Hold on. Before you, so Spotify used to pay used. That's the keyword used to pay between zero point zero zero six and zero point zero zero eight four cents to artists for their songs. Wow. So I wonder how it is now. I, I mean, I mean, you think about it. I, I wonder if if they if, if it's like kind of a tier service, like after you hit as many listeners per month. So okay, yeah. So how much? So according to RIAA, I don't know what that means. However, musicians on Spotify should expect to receive. 750 for a thousand streams, which is roughly roughly artists earn roughly artists earn 0.0075 cents per play. That's yeah, still not bad. I no, mean, it's not mm, bad, yeah. but it's just to me it's it's one of those things where local artists because uh, like let's be honest, our last night, I see stars, Miss May, they all started out in someone's garage, someone's basement, you yeah. know. But and it's the same thing we're doing with, with this podcast. We're not in here trying to get revenue stream we're doing this because it's fun and i think you have the rare opportunity as an artist when you get big enough you realize that people like this kind of stuff that other people come in and say hey we'll pay you to do this kind of stuff that's when it becomes a business but i i mean if okay detracting from that completely what i was saying is the reason some bands irk me is because they know they're hot shit and they know they can do whatever they want to do and that kind of hurts me as a viewer because I'm like, well, I don't want to watch someone that's pompous and full of themselves. Whereas, uh-huh. you know, our last night came on and they were like, we'd love Salt Lake. I'm sure they could say that anywhere, but they... True, sure, it's, it's general etiquette. It is, but it to me felt like they genu- genuinely meant it. You know, because they're like, we've been doing this 15 yeah. years and we never thought we'd headline a show. And... It's the same thing as podcasting. You never thought you, you get a million plays on Spotify or whatever it is. It's just that you're doing it for fun at first, and then people approach you about giving you revenue stream, and then it just totally changes the atmosphere. I, I, I actually do Which agree. is where I think that can get I, dangerous, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely. Um, one, one thing you said that I did want to touch on is like the, the when our last night came on, mm-hmm. I mean, I've you know, if you go to a lot of concerts, I, I mean, living in Salt Lake City, you're gonna hear that a lot. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. you oh, guys yeah. have been amazing. Yeah, like, yeah thanks, Salt Lake City. Yeah. But I will say, our last night actually, it, it did sound genuine, which it I was did. actually, it, it kind of surprised me a little bit. I was like, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and keep in mind to the listeners, this is like no, no special shout out to them, it's just that 
they really seemed like they were genuine toward what they were doing, which brings me back to my previous point of you get those artists that are just, they act like they're hot shit and they do whatever they want to do. Yeah. You know, but they seemed like, look, we're very humbled to even be here because if it's not for who you guys are, we're n- we wouldn't be here. Yeah, and exactly. to me, I think that means a lot more than it's like, y'all paid so much money. Have a good night. We're going to Denver or whatever, <laughs> you know? No, no, yeah, I do agree. I mean, that there are some bands out there. I've, I've heard of them that, like, they really just don't care. They're kind of, I guess the word I'll say is egotistical. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, I could agree. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean to a certain extent, I mean, it, it, it's hard to believe that some bands can be like that when they're, their revenue is based off yeah, of us. Yeah, th- th- that's exactly it. They are there because of the fans or us. Yeah. And it's like, if you're if it's not for the fans, what, you can't, you know, you can... That I get okay. That's what I that's what I think. I I really that really bothers me is like you didn't get here because you paid someone to do this for you. You were doing this for yourself, but then you're allowing us to pay to see it to be there for you. Yeah, and I think that that has a lot to do with who I choose musically. So no, I, I, I just I just that in the sense that like I guess if you're on social media just like i'm the best i'm you know whatever i'm probably not gonna want to oh i might listen to music because I, st- I still might like it I, I was gonna say we can we can think of franz oh yeah yeah <laughs> for, uh, if anyone wants to know from attila from attila yeah but it's, it's stuff like that that it just it perpetuates my love for their music when it's like they're just doing it for their fans like we're, yeah. we're doing this for just people to listen to, to just relax and, and just have opinionated thoughts. But when you're doing this where it's like, Hey, here's a shout out to this, this, and this company, then it's people are like, well, what, what the hell? Like you got ads. I, I if I want to watch ads, I'll just watch TV. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I'd rather do something like this, the same as artists do or, or creators to just make the people enjoy what they are listening to or seeing or listening or viewing and just go from there I, I, you know and i think that our last night is a poster child of that because they really seem genuine about what they like and what they want to do and yeah. 15 years whether it's 15 20 or 30 years if they believe in it they'll keep doing it it doesn't True. matter it doesn't matter what they what kind of flack they get or what kind of you know hate mail they get it's that here's our goal and here's where we're going to go and if you don't want to be there on our journey that's fine because that's what we're going to do. And I think that that is a very prevalent point in a lot of people's lives because there's stuff that people want to do like makeup or, you know, fitness videos or whatever it is. that They might think that it's cool for people and they're like, well, but there's already so many different avenues on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes music. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And it's, one of those things where you just do it because you want to. Who cares what anyone else thinks? And I know it's easier said than done, but honestly, like we we could be the smallest podcast in history or we could be Joe Rogan size. It doesn't matter because if you're not liking what you're doing, why are you doing it? Yeah. And our last night perpetuated that whole thing throughout their whole show. They put soul into every one of their songs. They put heart and they put effort into it. And I, one of the things I was thinking is, damn, they went in song after song after song with the same motivation they had from the very first one and he was given everything and the same thing with icy stars and 
they did whatever they could. And that's, to me, amazing because it's they believe in it. It shows that they believe in what they're doing. If they didn't yeah. believe in it, they it's, by song number four, they'd be like, ah, <laughs> you know, singing along and, or doing whatever. <laughs> but I think that everyone could take a page out of their book. I really do. Because, I mean, maybe I can't speak on this, but um, at the same time, I really do think that it's very rare for bands to come out and just give their all. And as again, I'm speaking from non-experience, but I do think that oh, that it takes effort. You can see, I mean, shit, Devin Oliver got a bloody nose during his set. <laughs> he was going hard. Dude, he was crazy. He was crazy. So I guess the message that I'm trying to portray is no matter how inferior you think it is, no matter how boring or how whatever you think it is if it's something you want to do just do it just try it what's the worst that could happen i mean here we are podcasting we don't know what we're doing but we're doing it because we want to and at the end of the day the only person that really should matter about judgment is yourself you can spend you can spend hours looking through hate comments doing all this stuff but if you're not fully invested people can tell which is why I, I'm so adamant on the fact that when our last night was like, Salt Lake's the best venue we played, I think they meant it. <laughs> Even though, eh, I don't know if we were the most chaotic group. But... Uh, we probably weren't, <laughs> but they just seemed the, like they were having a good time. There were people there that they yeah. loved and cared about, you know what I mean? I, d- I definitely agree with that. It's And it's just rare, and that's why I think concerts like that, I would rather go to than... I mean, they're a big con like Coldplay. He's got tens of thousands of people to come to see him. He's they're great. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd rather go see who was the remind me of the name of the first the first group. The the first group that played. Yep. Uh, Ashland. Ashland. She even said she was like, "We didn't think we'd be here." And I think that stuff is is crazy, whether you believe it or not. I think it's yeah. it's just cool because they didn't they just were playing music because they like to do it, and then they ended up where they were. Exactly. They they're already on stepping stones. Exactly. So I think the last <laughs> um, thing I'm gonna say about that is just that no matter what you want to do, as inferior as you think it is, if it's something you want to do, just do it. What's the worst that could happen? Honestly. Yeah. I mean, the, you, the the worst thing is, I mean, you, you fall over, you get back up, and you keep going. I mean. But you learn more from doing that than anything else. I mean, there's exactly. nothing that you can get taught or learn rather than just doing something you want to do exactly um but yeah with that thanks everyone for tuning to another uh, to to the first episode of drunk boys basement <laughs> have something you want us to talk about next time or love this episode check us out on facebook at drunk boys basement and let us know if you haven't already clicked the like button on facebook do that while you're there as well and also make sure to catch us next friday on spotify and apple podcast and remember please res- please listen responsibly Have a good one.